Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. We start tonight with some breaking news. Tom Hauser out of Minneapolis reporting that tomorrow night, uh, Governor Wallace, we bring this graphic up, please, is going to address Minnesota live at 6 p.m. He's going to uh, be announced. We're going to be carrying that for you tomorrow night, by the way. So he's going to be announcing sweeping new restrictions, likely to go beyond the youth and high school sports. More on that in a moment. Bars, restaurants, health clubs, hair salons, social gatherings, all likely to now face new restrictions. Also being reported today by Tom Hauser, which you just heard, I'm sure, earlier today. Governor Wall is going to put restrictions on the high school sports. It's going to include fall sports like football, volleyball, that are now trying to finish their season's playoffs. Apparently, the Minnesota State title games are no mas. They're going to go through the sections and then cancel the state title games. And we had Davies High School basketball coach on last night. Again, I'm not an expert on what's going to happen happening epidemiologically. Is that even a word in Minnesota? But according to the Davies High School basketball coach, he's like, Chris, we are not a super spreader place when you're talking about our athletes coming in here and getting ready for sports. So we'll see what Governor Wall says tomorrow if there is some actual data that shows that these high school events, these extracurricular activities, have been a big source of the spread of COVID or not. Again, we'll have it for you live tomorrow night here on Point of View. Now, a couple things to think about, and we're going to jump into this more for you for the people of Minnesota, but think about this. I believe it's 51 days. If it's not 51, it's around there. But Governor Wall, shut down your state. We've talked about the impact on the small bars and family-owned restaurants, right? Shut down the state. Put in the mask mandate back on, I believe it was July 22nd. So if masks work, if shutdowns work, why is he doing a bunch more restrictions? None of this makes sense when you look at it just from a common sense perspective. So, again, we'll have more on that tomorrow night. But this is what happens when you give people emergency powers, i.e. Governor Walls. You and I both know in government, when you give people power, they're not going to give it back. They're going to continue to use that power to usurp other people's powers as much as possible. And I bring some of this up because, again, Mayor Tim Mahoney, right? He's got an emergency order out now. He put it out last Friday suggesting that he was going to be able to thwart your First Amendment rights. He's going to be, we'll get to that in one second, Zach. Because of the shutdowns he's been doing now, it's impacting businesses. Fargo billboards have since had to shut down. You talk to the restaurant owners, they are struggling right now. I mean, last night, Commissioner John Strand talked about it. some businesses, they can't even pay rent right now. So you've got impacting businesses, impacting your First Amendment rights on how you want to, you know, if you want to go into a big group, into a church gathering. Right. So all these orders are doing this. And yet. Here's what's amazing. These rules are for thee, but not for me, is what Mayor Mahoney says. Now we can bring the graphic up, Zach. Check this out. Mayor Mahoney has actually made it. And hopefully you can read that. But that government meetings, government meetings are exempt from the emergency order. <laughs> so, yes. We all know that we need more government, right? You can't, you can't limit these government meetings through an emergency order. So I think that is fascinating. They exempted government meetings. I do want to give a little bit of kudos here to Governor Doug Burgum because within his executive order that he filed on Friday night, he also exempted uh, government meetings as well. But the good news with Governor Burgum is he actually respects your and my First Amendment rights and said we're also going to exempt religious gatherings or religious events as well within this emergency order. So now think about 
all the numbers that you're told about, you know, remember the contact tracing thing where you had to, if you were within six feet for 15 minutes within 24 hours, then you had to quarantine and we're going to limit this to 10 people and you've got a social distance for six feet. And sometimes you wonder like, who's coming up with these numbers? And, and do they really mean anything? Well, I want to share with you this clip of uh, Fargo City Commissioner Tony Garrick from last night's meeting, which essentially proves that a lot of our elected officials have absolutely no idea what they're doing or why they're doing it. And they have no idea what they're doing or why they're doing it. Here's this clip from Commissioner Garrick. The freedom to assemble and the freedom to associate still the First Amendment, okay, the number one. Um, and if you're concerned about your neighbors calling the authorities on, on you, we put a nice little number in there for them to do that. Very 1984 of us to do that. So I could also point out this, this mandate is completely arbitrary. We limit weddings to 25%. Why not 10? Why not 33? Why not whatever? Pick a number. We picked it out of thin air. We limit bars to 50%. The original mandate that came out on Friday was 25%. What changed in those two, two or three days? Well, nothing changed. The number is completely arbitrary. I think that's fascinating. 25% on Friday, then a couple days later, well, I guess it's 50 Great, great point there by Commissioner Garrig, uh, which, by the way, you're going to hear from Commissioner Garrig more in just a moment. But I want to share this other clip with you. This is from last night's meeting. One of the big things about last night's meeting, this is what I'm touching on, uh, these emergency powers that we've given to mayors and governors and how they, they, they don't give it back. They don't give the power back because a big part of last night's meeting was Commissioner Garrig and Commissioner Pepcorn saying, hey, we want to take these emergency powers away from Mar Fargo Mayor Tim Mahoney because of what he's doing to businesses and your First Amendment rights and so on and so on. So I want you to listen to this clip. This was a, a little bit of fireworks, right, you know, for a Fargo City Commission meeting happening here between Fargo City Commissioner John Strand and Fargo City Commissioner Tony Garrig. But what I want you to notice here is the distinction of what John Strand's focused on and what Commissioner Gehrig is focused on. It's a little bit longer clip, so just stay with it. Roll the tape. Do you want to move to Fargo? Do you want to move to that town where they don't even think we're national news, that we're in a, we're the, the hottest spot in the country and maybe the world, and we have commissioners thinking that we want to erase the declaration of an emergency? For God's sakes. I understand the rhetorical debate, but if this isn't a unanimous decision to keep the emergency declaration in place, then I say show up at City Hall every single day. Show up with your sleeves rolled up and engage. Involve yourselves. Lead. Don't just criticize. I said very clearly that this is an emergency in here. I said this is a healthy emergency. This is not a flood. And to have the mayor run the city like we're flooding is not appropriate. We are disenfranchised as commissioners. We don't vote on these things. We don't get to talk about these things. We're finding out major decisions that are happening in the paper. I I'm not in, in the loop. That's unacceptable to me. I'm taking back my control of my city, which I was elected to help lead. One of five. Not one. And if you want to abdicate your responsibility to him, have at it. But I'm not doing that. So don't pretend like I'm saying this isn't a big deal. And don't pretend like I didn't just give you a, a huge list of repercussions that are happening because of what these mandates do. We have business owners who are here who are telling us this is what's going to happen. We can look at Minnesota and see all the layoffs, see all the bar closings, see... When people talk about the economy, it's not money, it's not stuff, it's people. People have jobs. Jobs aren't just some nebulous thing. It matters. What you do matters. And what I want to do is vote on things. I don't want him to do it for me. Do you notice the distinction there? 
Commissioner Garrick talking about livelihoods, the well-being of people and businesses in his community, which is his job. And what's John Strand talking about? The national media. What if the national media says X, Y, and Z? I don't really care what the people of Washington, D.C., New York, or L.A. say about Fargo, North Dakota. What I care about is that people here can go to a good job, make a good earning, good wage, and go spend time with their families. That's what I want to see happen for people. And I think that's what most people want to see for themselves, that their kids can grow up in a better world than they grew up themselves. And that's what Commissioner Garrick is trying to fight for, not what someone in D.C. is going to say about Fargo, North Dakota. Earlier today, I had a chance to visit with Commissioner Garrick. Here's some of our conversation. Commissioner Garrick, welcome back to Point of View. Great to have you. Uh, we just shared the somewhat heated exchange between you and Commissioner John Strand last night. A couple of things that jumped out to me. One is he was talking a lot about concerns of national media. You were talking about people's livelihoods here locally. He also said that Fargo is one of the hottest spots or the hottest spot in the nation. According to the New York Times, it's actually Bismarck. Fargo's not uh, that much of a hotspot down to number 20. Still not where we want to be, but not the hottest spot um just and the other thing i gotta share is the fact that you said hey i'm not gonna uh, um, give all my power to mayor mahoney so just give you a quick reaction to it well um when we make decisions it has repercussions and i want to be the person making the decisions and not having one person in fargo making those decisions all i asked for on monday was that the Fargo City Commission remains the Fargo City Commission. We've had an emergency mandate for seven months now, okay? In, in our history, that's never happened. And usually when it does happen, when we do it, do it for two weeks or, or 10 days or whatever, it's for the flood. So we're treating COVID like a flood. We're treating it like the mayor needs to be, have the ability to make edicts and laws and, and mandates in an instant when that that's not the case right he he put out a mandate on on friday that was to go into effect on monday that's three days right so there's no need for this emergency power that he that he holds currently because we had a meeting on monday he could have come to us and said i want to do this thing let's vote on it all i want is for the city commission to have a vote you know that's, that's all we do. We see it. We see a problem. We see an issue. We discuss it. We debate it. But let me, then we vote. Then we vote, and then we get held accountable by the people. And that's right. not what's happening now. That's all I want to happen again. That's all I want. But, but let me push back on two things you mentioned. One is, according to the paper, Fargo City Attorney Eric Johnson says you guys voted back in April to give Mayor Mahoney these emergency powers indefinitely. Right. So you hold some responsibility for the fact that now the guy's got this kind of power. And if anybody back then could have suggested that this would have gone on this long, you should be president, I guess. You should be the king. But I didn't know that, and no, no, nor did anybody else. And now that there are certain things happening, look, we had a debate about masks. We had a debate about shutdowns. And those debates were, were with the city commission, and we all voted, and they got voted down. Now, all of a sudden, on Friday, everything changed. And now, now Tim Mahoney, our, our mayor, wants to make these edicts and say, you have to do these things. This is a change. This is a shift. This is something different. And now that he's done that, I want to pull that power back. And that's why I brought it up on Monday. So the other thing is that uh, 
you suggested, hey, I, I just found out about this from the forum, I believe, in the meeting last night. But then Mayor Mahoney said that, no, you got an email. You responded to it. So which one's the truth? So on Thursday, he sent out an email, right? He's saying, this is what I'm going to do. He didn't say, what do you think about this, this thing, this mandate? He said, this is what I'm going to do. I, I, I received that email on Friday, or I, I saw it on Friday, okay? And I responded back to him saying, I don't support this, and I will not vote for this. Little did I know, there was going to be no vote. All he did was send out the document. There was no discussion, no debate, no saying, hey, we're talking about this on Monday. And like I said, it was sent out on Friday to take place, and it was going to take effect on Monday. Well, guess what? We had a meeting on Monday. If he wanted this to take effect, why not have us vote on it? Why not? Because, because he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. That's my point. You guys gave him the powers back in April. And I, and I right. get, hey, you couldn't see this far in the future. And I understand what you're trying to rescind there. So, and I think many people appreciate the fact that you're trying to say, hey, look, wait a second here. We should be voting on these things, not giving, making you king. And what, I, what I'm really, you know, disturbed about is the fact that you've got, and I, I got to get your reaction. This guy talked about on Friday. You've got the mayor suggesting that he can subvert the U.S. Constitution, First Amendment rights for people to go to religious gatherings and cap the number of people there. Our reporter here at Valley News Live asked Fargo City Attorney Eric Johnson, hey, is this going to include churches? And he said, yes. What makes Eric Johnson and, and Tim Mahoney think that they can subvert the U.S. Constitution? Because, because no one's challenged them. To this point, no one's challenged them. And that's what I'm doing now. Look, we can debate if I should have done this months ago or, 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 or in April, if I shouldn't have given him that power. That's fine. But looking at today, what I know now is he should not have this power because he's now using it in ways that I don't want him to use it in. And that's the responsibility of government. Elected leaders, when they see a problem, they bring it up and they try to fix it. And that's exactly what I try to do. I'm not saying that COVID is not a problem. It's not an emergency. I clearly said that at the meeting. And what John Strand said to me back was inappropriate. And I and I and I defended it myself. Now that I see what Tim is doing with the declaration, I'm trying to pull it back. That's all I can do, right? There's no yeah. way for me to go back in time and see what he's gonna do in the future, right? So yeah. I, I agree. I, I brought up at the meeting religious freedom, the first amendment, the right to gather, the right to associate, the right to assemble, the right to go to to funerals and weddings. We're limiting these things. This is inappropriate. This is wrong. And we need to pull back these powers. And if Tim wants to do it, that's fine. He's one vote. He shouldn't be our let's vote and John's vote and Dave's vote and Tony's vote. That yeah. is not appropriate. And I'm trying to pull that back. To, to be fair to John Strand, I appreciate the fact that he got fired up. So I, I don't think what he said is inappropriate. But that, that's just my point of view, pun intended. The thing that I, I, think, think, I think what he said back to me was inappropriate. He said that I, I don't think that COVID is an emergency. That's not what I said. And in fact, in my statement, and I, I challenge anyone to go back to the video and watch it, I said it was an emergency. But it's a health emergency. It's not a flood. And we need to, we need to react differently to floods and emergency, and health emergencies. And, and I know that you did. I'm just saying it's, it's politics, right? So here's the thing that I think is fascinating. Here you've got a mayor that wants to subvert people's First Amendment rights. Uh, we remember back when he also tried to subvert people's Second Amendment rights when he said you can't carry firearms. But that right. I, this is the best part that I want to get you to respond to. In his emergency order, the mayor said, oh, by the way, and I'm quoting, government meetings um, are exempt from this order. What say you? At the meeting, I brought it up and I said, hey, you can't go to a wedding. You can't go to a funeral. You know, if you have 400 people coming to your wedding, 
only 100 can go to, to the reception, right? If you have a funeral, only five, 10, 15 people can go, depending on the size of the church. But any city commission meeting, you guys can come on in. Come on in. Let's talk about it. If we want to have a meeting with all of our directors and, 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 and heads of departments, we can do that. But, but you can't. So what do you say to that? You, you point out the rank hypocrisy of government saying, you do this, but we won't. It's it's stunning to see. So um, last question, Commissioner, I know I think it was Arlene Preston brought up last night the, the conversation. I think she said even next week about vaccine distribution here locally. Any insight, any input you have on that? I have no idea what's happening to the vaccine, so I, I wouldn't have anything. All right. Anything else you want to add, sir? I, I just want to point out just to be as clear as possible. No one is saying COVID is not an emergency. No one is saying that. What we're saying is, what I'm saying is, and what Dave second at the at the meeting was, let's get back to normal government. There's no need for the for the mayor to give dictates and to and to give edicts and to give uh, mandates without the consent of the city commission. We all have cell phones. We all have Zoom. We're here right now, right? We all have the ability to connect. Call me, ask for my vote, and I'll give it to you. But let's have five people vote instead of one person. And that's not democracy, okay? I'm, I'm in my seat. You can like or dislike how I vote, but I have the right to vote, and I'm taking that right back. And that's the only thing I was saying with, with, with my vote uh, on, on Monday. And I, I love what you're saying, but come on, you and I both know. If you're in the government and you get power, you, you, you don't give it away. It's just it's just how people in the government work. It's unfortunate. But I don't like it. And if, if, if John and Arlette want to give it up, that's fine. I'm not giving it up. Until... If I get voted out because people don't like how I vote, that's one thing. But if I get voted out because of how Tim voted, that's another thing altogether. Thank you so much to Commissioner Garrig. I always enjoy our conversations. Speaking of conversations, stick around. When we come back. We're going to get some of your outstanding points of view. And it's always easy to share your point of view with us. You can email us. You can text us. Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. And we've got much more coming up right after this.